Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Up to 90. Emma, we're back on the mainstream. We're back on the mainstream. We were gone for a couple of weeks, but we weren't gone. We were still putting stuff up on Patreon, but we were gone because we have switched networks. We're going it alone. We're going it alone. Isn't it amazing? I really feel like this is our Thelma and Louise moment. You did. You did catch the end of that movie, didn't you? I did, but look, Brad Pitt was in the middle, okay? Actually, it's funny because the other day we were talking about Thelma and Louise and Fred was saying um, about how he thought Matt Damon was really great in that. And I was like, no, it was Brad Pitt. Actually, we were talking about it in relation to Cobra Kai. I don't know if you've been watching it. No, no, I haven't. But (laughs) actually, I can say this because this is so ridiculous. So we were watching it and we were having a bit of a snag because this is how we watch TV. You know, we're kind of snagging one another while we're watching it. And then Fred said, you're only watching this because you fancy your man. I was like, who's your man? Who are you talking about? So I presumed he was talking about, you know, the whole idea is that it's the karate kid and his nemesis Johnny from the film has like, you know, grown up to be a bit of a failure and they kind of have this sparring between the two of them. So I was like, who, Johnny? And he's like, no, your man. And he, he was talking about Johnny's son, who he is, is about, I'd say, 16 in the film. I was like, Fred, that's, that's a child. That child is 16 years of age. And he's like, oh, actually, yeah, sorry, that's probably not funny, is it? And I was like, no, it is not. And then he was saying, he's like, a young Matt Damon meets Val Kilmer. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, do you like a bit of Matt Damon? And then we were talking about, uh, is, you know, we went through his cat- back catalogue and Fred mentioned his starring role in Helm and Louise. But I guess, do you know what? That, a lot of these stars, they're pretty interchangeable, aren't they? Okay. Well, there's a lot to digest there. Back. First of all, it sounds to me like Fred was wearing a wire. Did you check him? <laughs> That sounds like a sting operation there. You fancy him, don't you? Emma, you are fly on our uh, on our ill-painted wall because we're actually in the process of we're going to start painting the walls now soon. But so funny you say that because I was watching Married at First Sight, which I have to watch alone. And I'm not going to bore people yeah. with the narratives, etc. Because if you're not watching it, who gives a shit? But there is a moment where one of the husbands the new husband is, has actually recorded the wife because the wife is on the phone to the sister. 
saying, what is the story with your man? Like his wedding vows were an absolute joke. There is no intimacy. I just want him to hop on me. It's not happening. There's no banter. This is a disaster. So he recorded her. And it was so funny because for the next like full 24 hours, Fred thought it'd be really funny to ask me these very pointed questions. And then I would be kind of going, you know, he'd be saying things like, so what do you think like, our relationship where is it going and then I would go off and then I'd just see under the table <laughs> but this went on and on for 24 hours he was recording me and, oh and then God. and then at one point he was like abuse abuse and I was like you're just saying that how it is no basis in reality and he's like yeah well you would say that because you know I'm recording you now I'm like what? this has just gone too far I'll have to have a chat to Fred about this privately, as we often do. We usually check in once a week. <laughs> there was this uh, show, actually. It was fucking fantastic. Um, it's, what is it, 24 Hours in Police Custody. It's oh, I love shows. Yeah, and it's, uh, I hope it's still on 4OD, but there was one called The Black Widow, absolutely fantastic but she was basically just her investigation started with her boyfriend left the phone in the sitting room and recorded her and she was meeting up with somebody she said it was an old friend or something something but it turned out yeah it turned out that she was meeting up with uh somebody who she was trying to hire as a contract killer but it's just a fantastic watch, it really is. So maybe Fred has, you know, maybe it's the big picture he's thinking of. He's probably thinking Ted. Yeah. He's like, I know, he probably is thinking, how do I get just get sole custody here? It's so funny. Well, if he if he was a single it kind of relates he was a single to story today that I'm gonna do. Oh yeah, if he was a single father now, it would be great for his career. I mean, that well, wouldn't be good for you if you were a single mother. No, no. You have all the childcare issues and all that. But if Fred was a single father, well, I mean, the Edinburgh itself, and I do think, yeah. I mean, like to say, I'd say second story in VIP magazine. Oh, absolutely. Not first, like that's not fucking. You know what I mean? But second, second main story in VIP, and I'd say they'd get four photos. And they'd have one with him and Ted in a matching outfit. The Ed Sheeran shirt. <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be fuming because I bought that tiny Ed Sheeran shirt. And I was like, please, can we dress you up in the same shirt? And Fred put the foot down and was like, no. Well, you know the second, the second I'd be out that door. I'm yeah. obviously, you know, following the court order. The second I'm out the gap, you know he's putting that shirt on him. Yeah, and he would definitely, I'd fuming. say... Within six months, he'd be shacked up with some beautiful Polish woman. Tatiana or something. Definitely, I'd say, yeah. I'd say an Eastern European dancing with the stars dancer, for sure. Yeah, Ted loves her. Oh, no! (laughs) Even even say, and then his first word would be, Tati, Tati. And then Fred would have the story in VIP magazine where he's like, I thought it was Daddy. But then I realised he was saying Tatty. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you know I'd just be on the WhatsApp audio to you 24-7. And who would you, who would you be going 
who would you be going out? Would you be back teaching anyway? That's sure as shit. Definitely back teaching. <laughs> I probably, you know what? I'd go younger. I'd probably go for, you know, some really just untenable age, like 21, 22. I do do, yeah, I'd go for the guy. thinking of someone with a bit of moolah. Do yeah, it right but, next time. But I mean, that's what I should do. But you know yeah. that I just continue to make bad choices. So I'd say things like, no, in two years' time, he's going to be qualified and we're going to move you in together. <laughs> we're going to get a dog. You still be chasing that big dick energy. Like a sap. It gets you nowhere. Oh, stop. That's so funny. No, I definitely... I think, look, I'm, I'm already happy. I'm already happy for Tashi and Fred. She's teaching her how to dance. I think I will, have you, we should maybe start. Chad has rhythm. Chad has natural rhythm, just like his dad. And then be Tash, the headline. Tatiana would be like, oh yeah, you know it. You know. Tatiana would be like, uh, he, I'm trying, how would you do it? First, we thought he would walk, walk. But instead, and he not crawl, he just dance. He just dance. And your mother would think she was great. Your mother would say, well, she's a very good looking woman. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> she's beautiful. And then my dad, I watched Dancing with the Stars, and my dad would say something like, oh, she's a very good dancer. I'd be like, well, oh, yeah. well, well. That's... That's the the lads code for she's a fucking ride. They say she's very good. I know. I mean, there's honestly, a lot of men in Ireland who think Claire Byrne is very good. Very good. Very oh, good. Yeah, uh, very good. She is bless her. She is your old mate, your co-presenter, Claire Byrne. <laughs> Come here. In case I forget, because sometimes I do forget. Before we start, just to say, because we didn't. I know we mentioned this on the actual. Patreon episode, but we haven't actually yes. said it on the mainstream. We've switched it up a bit, haven't we, Emma? We're no longer just shooting the breeze. We're no longer shooting the breeze because there's not a lot of breeze to be shot. Yeah. And um, there's just not a lot going on. So we decided that we, like, it's very, it's still very casual, as you can tell already. But we're just going to look at a, sto- a little story <laughs> that tickled us during the week. <laughs> the people that listening day, are like, this doesn't sound very scripted. This sounds exactly the same as always. <laughs> no, um, no, it was just because we changed sure. networks. Because yeah. we, were, we were with a, a network. Basically, long, we, uh, long and short of it, sorry now for people who've already heard this, we were with the network and the network said, um, we'd like some of your money. Because we weren't, we... We don't. We wouldn't have gotten any money for the ads at the time. Basically, the arrangement was like that they would um, manage the podcast and put it up for us and all that jazz. There was no money exchanging hands. So then they saw we had. Um, they basically just heard this change purse, change jar that me and Julie were carrying around from patrons, and they were like, "We want some of that money," and we kind of said no. So we had we had to leave home basically, and we're out on our own now. Yeah. And uh, we're living Mama, in the Mama was like, this water bill doesn't pay itself. And we we're like, we're out of here. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. It's it's at that moment when your mom starts suggesting you might chip in with the bills. You're like, see ya. So um, that's what we did. So now we're out on our own and we just thought we'd do something different. We might forget about it next week, but this is what we're doing today. No, and do you um, know what I realized? Yeah. I forgot to plug in my mic. Do you have your mic in? 
I actually don't. I'm in the sitting room and the table is... I actually don't know where the mic is. Well, Lisbon, don't worry about it. I'll just, I just want to see. Just Do I sound a lot better now? Is it just the same? Is uh, that you better? Bit, yeah, you might sound a little bit better, actually. No, I can't hear you now. You'll have to change your mic. I'm basically getting an insight into Julie's like foreplay face because she's just staring into the screen. <laughs> I can't hear you. Her lips are moving, but I can't hear her. That's what he oh. said. Oh, there you go. There we are again. Listen, I thought I thought I'd use the mic, but something I don't know what's up with the mic. I did hear you. I think you have to kind of start. I think you have to nearly use it from the start. Yeah, maybe that. Do you know what? You're right. Maybe that's it. Okay. Look, we've only just moved out. We'll be grand. We'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> oh, it's like when Adele. Do you remember she said that on the Great Norton that all her electricity got shut off because she didn't realize she had to pay bills and stuff. It's that kind of thing. It's that kind of vibe. Okay. So yeah, yeah we're going to basically with the stories because we were like, oh, there's kind of feck all happening in the world. So with the stories, it's going to be not, you know, we're veering away from Katie Price. Okay, we're veering away from her. Although I did want to reference her briefly because of her documentary that's out this week, which is supposed to be great. But we're, del we're delving into the archives. So we might maybe have a historical story. It might be a true crime story. It might be... Um, just like kind of a gas story from right around the world or whatever. So we're just trying to deviate a bit. And we did get really good feedback about the episode last week. So I think it's the way forward. Yes, we, we tested it out with our focus groups. So it's all yeah. good. A lot of research. So will I go first, Mrs? Because you went first last week. Yeah, sure, why not? Or did you That's want to first. go first? What would you prefer? No, not at all. I'd like to hear a story. Um, okay, so this is just a very short one. World's unluckiest burglars. So in London, two hapless burglars have been arrested in the UK. I got this one from CNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNN
and they went in to hold up a McDonald's only to discover that 11 armed members of an elite paramilitary force happened to be eating inside. But it did get me thinking. It just got me thinking about the old butt dials. It's been a long time since I've done a yeah. butt dial. But I have such sympathy, such sympathy for the A's out there, okay? The Aidens, the Avas, the Aoifas, the Arons. They must be getting butt dialed all the second time. Yeah, I wonder, does it happen as much now? Because people usually have, like, <clears throat> a pain on their phone, or my phone is like... You do the old um, fingerprint or whatever. Yeah, maybe it doesn't happen as much. I think the last person, I had to delete him because I'd actually butt-dialed him a few times. Well, but this is before Christmas when I got my new phone. So I suppose it does still happen to people because it was happening to me, but I don't know if that reflective or anything. But I had to delete this guy called Aiden Tinder. He was in my phone. Mm -hmm. And one time he answered. So Bishop. I kept... <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Let's not even go there. Okay. We love it. By the way, we love Aiden Bishop so much, but this is a different Aiden. Uh Aiden Tinder was his actual but it was his baptized name. It was this lad I went on one disastrous Tinder date with in Limerick. And you know the way the pickings were so slim back in 2012 on Tinder in Limerick that like you went on for this coffee and everyone you worked with had also gone for a fucking coffee with this guy. Ugh. and he just went all he just went his whole fucking time banging on about basketball I was like sorry sorry but where are you living like okay you like basketball but I mean does anyone like basketball that much well you see do you know what it is about basketball because the school Clashdana is a big basketball school so the primary school oh. is a big basketball school and the secondary school is a big basketball school and loads of the not loads but there would have been a few of the lads anyway that would have played for Ireland um but it's, there's a bit of a cult vibe around the basketball yeah it's quite intense isn't it I'm just thinking back to when you were a basketballer weren't you a baller back in the day well yes I was a baller back in the day but like Wish I was a little bit duller. Wish I was a ball. The only reason I was playing basketball is because I loved the idea of the quarters because you could just go and have a smoke. Oh, yeah, very handy. true. Very, very, very true. handy on that. And I, no, I was never in a club or anything like that. But like, if you're, you know, a 13-year-old boy and you're six foot five, you're prime for the cult, the basketball cult. Yeah. I mean... You've got, to, you've got to go somewhere where you feel like you're with your own people. Do you that's, know what I mean? That's very true. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And it is actually basketball. It's weirdly big in North Kerry. I don't know what that's about. They're just very into it up there as well. But no, it's in all these pockets around the place. I mean, I could listen to you talking about basketball, Emma, and be interested, but it's just hard when you're sitting there and, you know, obviously your eggs are depleting by the minute. And this yeah. guy is sitting there banging on about basketball. It's like, do you remember the last Tinder date I went on? He was a guy from Westmead and he made lamps. Do you remember that? And I just sat there for an hour and a half when he talked about all the different lamps he made. And I don't even know if he asked me what I did. And then I said to him, listen, I have to go because I've got a gig. And I don't even know if he asked me what the gig was. <laughs> 
I mean, he did not. Like, no, but you see, if you say a gig, if you say a gig, like you would assume that the person's just going to a gig. Wouldn't it pursue, assume that they are doing the gig? Um, yeah. But I still just, probably I just, are. I just for, remember, you know. yeah, the social cues weren't great because he, and then we went to that pub, what is that pub, P-Max, which everyone used to go to for the dates, and it was the worst day pub because the music was so loud that invariably mm. you kept having to ask people to repeat like what they were saying all the time. And then there's that whole thing where it's the big tables and you're sitting beside these like assholes who are playing a game of connect four with the ipa and it's just it's very hard to focus on what's going on but he blessed him he didn't pick up on the social cues because he did message me then the next day to say you know he had a nice time if he want if we want to do it again and i was like oh it still didn't ask me what the gig was or what i what i had done with the rest of my evening so i just said oh you know really nice to meet you loved hearing about all the different types of lambs so interesting <laughs> And then I was like, well, I'd rather be friends. And he blocked me straight away. Well, yeah, so would I after that line. But, uh, sorry, I had actually, like, find interest in the lamps. I was like, you know, really interested in talking about the different types of lamps. Fair play. Yeah, like, you're ha- like, come on, what? I'd prefer to be friends. Oh, hi, buddy, this is my friend <laughs> Lampy. Oh, Lampy, did you, did you and Lampy go to school together? No, funny thing is, we uh, met on Tinder and he was well up for it and I just, um, just suggested let's be friends and that's exactly what we did and we've been friends ever since. Ridiculous. Right. No, outrageous. And it, the story about the butt dial, I know it's not that amazing a story but it just got me thinking about my first ever butt dial was back in the day and I, I suppose it was more of a butt text, maybe an accidental text I was in Centre in Dingle and I had recently had a conversation with my friend Katie Brown who was learning to drive at the time and Katie had, we just got some chatting about like, you know, I don't know, we've been out the week previous and got talking to this guy and you know the way that you'd be kind of dissecting people saying, oh, what do you think of him, blah, blah, blah and anyway, this guy had come up in conversation and Katie had said, oh, I think he's actually really good looking and we were like really and then she was like yeah no I think actually I think he was into basketball as well actually so he used to go around in these horrendous huge basketball tops so it was kind of hard to see beyond the you know the just the really huge gargantuan basketball top so she was like aside from yeah. the tops I think he's a good looking guy so then I had been standing outside center maybe a week later and Katie was learning to drive and she messaged me saying, oh, I just saw you outside centre and gave you a wave. And I said, oh, sorry, I mustn't have seen you because I was blinded by, let's give him a fake name. Um, I was blinded by Bertie's good looks because I was chatting to Bertie. Now, I have to say this was really out of character for me because I was not a slagger. I can't, I'm not good at slagging. I think I was just trying to be cool in the moment. But of course, I didn't send the text to Katie. I sent it to Bertie. So straight away, I was like, I am so, so sorry for sending you that text. And he was like, no problem. And um, that's absolutely fine. So I was so desperate for him to believe that this wasn't sarcastic. I then had to start flirting with him because I was like, I don't want him to think that I was putting him down here. Like, who am I to be joking about 
you know, people being good looking or not. So then he was like, oh, listen, I'm just in town because I was actually in court today. And I got off whatever it was he was charged with. I got off. So we're going for a few drinks to celebrate. Sorry. I thought this was you had just been in court because we're so oh, used to no. hearing about you yeah. in court. Oh, stories in relation to cars. I can't no. even I can't even see a, an exit for Nace without shivering. I mean, essentially, I just decamped to Nace Courthouse on an annual basis. It's like my Nace holiday every year. But anyway, long story short, I went to meet him for a drink because I was like, I still felt so bad about accidentally texting him. I just didn't know how to get out of it and say, oh, I was actually texting my mate Katie. And I was being sarcastic. So I went to meet him for a drink. And I did just said I was, I was messaging my mate Katie. I'm, I was slagging her because she actually fancies you. Well, no, do you know what? It win, win for everyone. You see, because Katie, no, Katie would not have appreciated me saying to this guy that she's, that he was good looking. Do you know, she would not you have appreciated yeah, not No, but you hadn't planned it. So, yes, you would momentarily have to throw her under the bus. But in the long run, it would be better because it he would so I can remember at the time, I was like, will I actually just, will I, you know, will I forsake her here? And I just said, no, I, I have to take so one for the team. No. So I went to meet him for a drink, celebrating his, you know, you know, obviously this 31 uh carry court system nil we were like yay yeah. you know i was trying to get on board and you know act like a coolie so obviously I ended up shifting him goes without saying so i actually ended up going back to his gap for a house party now we all know it wasn't a house party it was essentially just prolonged shifting that's what it was so he had promised me i was like i really don't want to go back to your gap because how am i going to get back into town i live in town Bearing in mind, Emma, I had no feelings for this man. I still just felt really bad <laughs> about protecting him. Did. So we're twelve, hour, 12 hours later, and I'm still saying to myself, "No, look, I'll have to go back to the house party." I accidentally texted the man. I mean, so topsy turvy in terms of my thing, in, my, in terms of my, you know, thinking system and blah blah blah. But anyway, so I went, he was like, no, look, I'll give you a lift back to town tomorrow. It's fine. So we went back, had a bit more of a smooch, uh, went, went to bed or whatever, woke yeah. up in the morning and I just thought to myself, how has this happened? I've <laughs> once again asked why I didn't just tell him that it was like Katie was texting, she thinks you're good looking, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it's like, look, I wouldn't mind that lift. So he's like, there's something I have to tell you about the car. Brought me out to the car. The car had no wheels. So he was like, look. I have the car, but I just didn't want to say, look, I can't actually drive the car because the car has no wheels. I was like, yeah, I got that because I'm standing in front of the car and the car has no wheels. So I had to hitch my way back into town and then I missed my bus. So I had to hitch my way into Tree and I then missed the train because I had hitched. So I then had to get the bus from Tree to Dublin. And I just remember sitting there listening to my Walkman and just thinking there must be a better way. There must be a better way to live your life. You are still going to be like this in your fucking 80s. I've never heard it's, of but someone you know what? who can make fucking a big pile of shite out of absolutely nothing. This is reminding me of like... What the do you mean a big pile of shite? I mean, 
all that was was just a text sent to the wrong person. This is reminding me of like no, the because, no, because then I continued to shift him for several more years after that, all because I felt bad about accidentally texting him. And you're telling me that's not ridiculous way to carry on. I think the last time I shifted him, I was probably 31. And again, you're I was pregnant with dead. I just, I just I'm going to have to. I just still feel so bad about the text. I just kept going. There was just, there was no out. I was in too deep. I couldn't say listen. I and how did, how, but how did Katie feel about all of this? Oh, look, it just went on and on. I remember ringing her from the bus and you know how you'd be trying to ha have a bit of privacy. See, the coat is like over your head and you're like, my God, you'll never guess what happened. That text, I accidentally texted Bertie and I felt so bad. I shifted him. And she's like, what? You're like, I went back to the gap. I had to hitch back into town. And then, anyway, we continued to shift up and on for a while after that. But, I mean... It you know, was Katie not upset? She fancied him. No, she didn't fancy him. She was just acknowledging that he was a good... You know, there was no active fancying. She pissed okay. herself. She was like, this could only happen to you. Exactly. And I told, her about, I told her about going back to the gaff and I was promised a lift and it turns out the car had no wheels so he didn't technically lie to me because he did have a car, just didn't have any wheels, etc. Bertie, Bertie, Bertie. Oh look, a shit story is what you're saying, Emma. No, I'm not saying a shit story. I'm saying, I'm more saying classic Julie, how something escalated and kept escalating so far. Yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, pretty, pretty she bad. Must have he must have fancied him a little bit. Well, like he was, a, you know, he was a good looking guy, but I did not fancy him one iota. And it comes back to, I suppose, at the time, I didn't place enough value on myself to say, Judy, yeah, you made a mistake. <laughs> But shifting the man for 12 years, that's going too far. Like, you're punishing yourself too much here. And I don't mean as in shifting him as punitive, but I just felt indebted because of that one text. <laughs> Good old Bertie. Bertie, Bertie. Bertie, like Bertie. Bertie. That's nice. I like it. Well, I give you a story. Do. Okay. Now, this story seems light, okay? It seems like a throwaway story, but I think it's, it truly is commentary on one of the things in society that is a major problem. It's from the mirror, so that'll fucking tell you. Woman urged to throw away her husband after sharing how he put leftover food in the fridge. TikTok user named Sarah Jade has gone viral after sharing a video showing off the absolute hilarious way her husband decided to put their leftover food in the fridge, okay? So she asked her husband to put away leftovers. She went off about her business and blah de blah de blah and she goes to take a look in the fridge. Simple instructions, could you just put the leftovers in the fridge he tells her, yeah, so instead of putting it in like a plastic container or whatever, the husband places the entire slow cooker in I the fridge. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. 
And anyway, in her video, she opens the fridge and she's cackling and it, it's hilarious. Now, my problem with this story from Sarah Jade is why do we constantly have to champion this whole thing of men who have some sort of brain damage? Like that they have to be the constant, the big agent who can't do anything. Yeah. Like how can that be? His like, and if a woman, if a woman did that, so I assume looking at their fridge, I'm guessing that it's not just them. They probably have a few kids as well. If a woman had gotten, and they're like probably around our age, so if a woman had gotten into her mid to late thirties without ever having put leftovers in the fridge, you'd be like. Jeez, like what the fuck is going on? But when her husband does it and he puts slow cooker in the fridge, you go by like it. He's gas. He's gas. But he obviously, if that is real, there's something going on. This is the beginnings of a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. No, like, and it's like this, it's like the fella in the ad. Do you know, like the mom in the ad, and she's all about being a mom, and yet she keeps giving her kids fucking frozen food for dinner, but she's all about being a mom and making the meals for the kids and getting them something, trying to please everyone and getting them something they'll eat. You know the way they'll always have like the chicken dippers on the plate, and then they'll have, now this is a guesstimate, but they'll usually have between nine and 11 peas on the plate, and they'll have about seven chips. And the, uh, the, the role of the teenager in the house is that they close their bedroom door or they run down the stairs and they go, mom! And she like, you know, throws her head up. And then the husband is doing something like fucking <laughs> hammering his hand into a wall or something. And she just throws a look at the camera like, that feckin' idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Make them think, something they'll enjoy tonight. It's just like, what the fuck? I know. Well, it's probably it's it's probably not fair on anyone, these gentlemen. No, that's what I mean. Crazy. It's not yeah. fair on the lads. It's not fair because, on the women. You know, it's the Homer Simpson daddy pig phenomenon, isn't it? That, like, daddy's yeah. a big Egypt. But then, you see, that's all well and good. But, you see, you can't have two Egypts. Otherwise, the house is going to burn down. <laughs> but, like, someone has to be mommy pig. Nobody wants to be Mammy Pig. No, but why? That's it. But why is Daddy Pig always the dad? Like, that's hilarious. He puts the slow cooker in the fridge. But what we're basically saying is that that man's wife is now his full-time carer. And whatever else she has to do. Well, I think if it was a woman doing it, we, I think, you know, I've seen that depicted in a film and it's called Still Alice. You know, you absolutely know that that teenage daughter, i.e. Kirsten Stewart, would be telling her dad, Alex Baldwin, listen, it's grand, you've stayed for 10 minutes, now go. And Alex like, really, can I go? And she's like, yeah, you can leave now, you can flee, which is kind of Alex's default position. But yeah, no, it definitely would. People would be thinking a still Alice moment for sure if you put the slow cooker in the fridge. I think it doesn't help anyone actually perpetuating these stereotypes. Yeah, like, do you know what she says on, so how she captions the video? She says, no, she doesn't say, please, 
to give what you can to our GoFundMe for my husband's ongoing medical care. She says, he is seriously something else. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Ha, ha, ha. So this video goes viral. Loads of people are commenting on it. Somebody says, I wanted to laugh, but it instantly made me angry. Like, fuck off. This I'm is a whole people. other level of lazy. Bet you don't ask him again. Listen to this one, Judy. Like, bet you don't ask him again. Well played, bro. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Like, there's always an incel floating around looking to get in on the conversation. Like, I'm hoping that that was just staged for viral video sake. Like, you know, all these videos of like boyfriends and girlfriends doing pranks on each other. Yeah. And like, you know, the way they started, it was like the boyfriend is like jumping out from behind a door. And you're like, oh, grand gas, gas. And then it's like, um, you know, <laughs> the girlfriend wakes up in the morning and the left side of her body is paralyzed. And he's like, ah, gotcha. And you're like, this is kind of, it gets dark. Oh, well, yeah, is, I, know, I know now this has been done before, but there, there was that one around a couple of weeks ago, which I definitely thought was a bit off. That prank where the guy proposes to the girlfriend and he's only messing. Did you see that one? What the fuck is this? Oh, like, gosh, you know, is who finds? And then what annoyed me was was that other sites shared it as in like worst boyfriend of the world award goes to, and you're like, well, why are you? actually resharing this because this is actually only compounding how shit that woman must feel yeah and if you're like reminds me of the moment when charlotte do you remember when they were trying to get pregnant and the hubby got the picture of the baby do you remember and was like well you wanted a baby you know it's not going to really charlotte was trying to get pregnant charlotte was trying to get pregnant do you remember with the husband who's the doctor and they were having difficulty and then he got the giant blow-up picture of a baby. And Charlotte who? Charlotte and, oh, sorry, did I not say sex in the city? <laughs> my God, I'm sorry. My, I'm discombobulated today, guys. How did I start maybe, that? I don't I know, I'm sorry. Maybe you did, maybe you cut out or, or maybe I just missed it. But I was like, Charlotte fucking who? And then I was like, she's talking about your one from Geordie Shore. Is her I'm name actually, Charlotte? I'm be turning into my auntie because you I'm probably, in fairness, you probably said it. I probably no, just I probably it. didn't because on more than one occasion, well, definitely twice, my auntie From Trey. Which was she married? It was this when she was married to Trey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he got her the picture of the baby, and it was just so off. But like, I think it's just it, we've discussed it before. But a bit of a prankster. Is there anything worse than going out with a prankster? Well played, bro. I mean, stop. And also, I've noticed... So dated. It's just so... And man. Man really annoys me as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Not men in general, but just, you know, using it as a greeting man. But just this whole thing of, like, like, as if she's looking after everything and he, like, quite literally cannot wipe his own fucking arse oh, do you know what I mean it's not I think this thing of like the hapless guy it's so cute it's not cute no like I just like I, I'm sure now 
that's only egg drawn. She'll do loads of fucking videos. She's like, oh, look at him. He's drinking petrol. Oh. I, you know what the donkey What do you like? Oh, what do you like? <laughs> I'd love to say I'm getting my period, but I'm not. I'm just like getting wound up about stupid fucking shit for no reason. I, I actually am on my first period since Ted. I have to that Mother Nature. It's just insane. Like I stopped. You got away with it all right, though. In fairness. Yeah. Well, I well, I, well, I was breastfeeding, so I think that's. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I stopped breastfeeding on Tuesday and had my period on Friday. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Pregnant by Monday. What a shit story about Bertie. What? No, I meant, no, no. I did not mean it was a shit story. I mean, like. This is the shite you have to listen to. No, I mean, this is what it's like to be Judy. Judy could go to the shop to get a pint of milk. And just like madness will ensue somehow. You're like, so I met this guy, he was buying yogurt, he didn't have enough money. And then next thing I know, I'm in his car and we're going to Rome. And I was like, why are we going to Rome? Just Do you know, though, will we say yeah. just a quick, we'll say for the patrons, we'll just say a quick um, thank you. So we have some lovely people on board. Thank you to all the people who have been supporting us on Patreon. If you can't, if you can't spare the few bucks for the patron, we do understand you can maybe leave us an L review, which would be nice, or recommend us to a friend would be lovely too. And we have some newbies on board. We've got Emer, we've got Donovan. Love that name, Donovan. Isn't it a great Ooh, name? Yeah, I like that. We've got Ashley, we've got Billy, we have Emma, we have Trina, we have Cliff, we have Jenny. And we have Alan. Thank you so much. And Karen, spelt with the C, which I like. Very different, Karen. Thanks for getting on nice. board, guys. I've been Julie yes. J. So, yeah, thanks to the patrons. Um, you've been Julie J. I've been Emma Doran. God bless. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.